You are now listening to Black Guy Therapy, a therapeutic podcast. Hey, 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 welcome back to Black Guy Therapy. You already know what it is. What up, what up, what up? This is your favorite guest. (laughs) (laughs) Hardest working man in Nashville right there. Allegedly. Joel (laughs) likes to speak. Joel likes to speak for himself sometimes. Because he's not talking about me, people. People, if you really know me, you know I don't like working at all. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Blackout Therapy. You have heard from your favorite uh, two co-hosts. Is that right? Did I say that right? Is that okay? Yeah. He's, he, when he say co-host, he's talking about Joel and Todd and your favorite guests. <laughs> I'm officially I'm officially uh, going to uh, copyright guest tomorrow morning. <laughs> Trademark. Trademark that thing. Well, <laughs> we back another week. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's, it's November. Man, that happened quick. 11 yeah. 1. Yes, yeah, sir. 11 1. It is already here. The year is almost over. It's almost time for Christmas. We ain't even had Thanksgiving, but I already see Christmas stuff up. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Bro, I had, I seen Christmas stuff up like beginning of October. Oh, yeah. Walmart has all their Christmas stuff up. Like now. Sam's, they got everything up. Yeah. I said, man, this is crazy. Oh, yeah. This is too much money being made, and I'm not being a part of this. I need to make some toys or something. Yeah, man. That'd be the lick. Hey, they getting down. Commercialized holiday. Man. Not even about anything anymore. Not nope. even the, the true At meaning all. is gone. So that kind of sucks. As is well, when you got Pastor Wilson things. and other pa- that pastor I sent y'all the other night, <laughs> <laughs> when you got them pastors in there, hey, yeah. you know, what's, what's <laughs> really going on out here? The church is a whole nother story. Yeah. A whole nother bit. Never mind. Yeah. I ain't going to say that no, no more. No, let's be real. The church is a business. Absolutely. Man. I'm, I'm, it's a non-profit, not-for-profit business. So they don't even have to pay their yeah. taxes. They don't think about that for a second. Nope. Clean money. Clean Man. I'm finna start me a church right now. Bedside Baptist. We're going to have our first service. Deacon Sheets, Reverend Pillow. <laughs> Online. <laughs> Check us out. We'll be here on Sunday. You know, we go. I might get the members from from the podcast. Well, I don't know. They might be guests in my church, <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. I visit. Okay, I visit. I'll, I'll stand up when y'all say, "Do we have any guests?" <laughs> Every week. Every week. That's what you got to do. Do we have any guests here today? State your name and what church you come from. And then the collection plate will be passed around four or five times throughout the service. Uh-huh. So. uh Feel free to contribute. We like we rather have the money to fold, but if you got to give us what jingles, we'll take that as well because that adds up. <laughs> the reference, I, I don't know if people caught the reference. No, nah, they didn't. They, they did. Didn't. They, they man, didn't. you know we old now. Yeah, we yeah. would be considered old for now. We would. Yeah, they 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 don't know what movie that was. That's that's coming to America. Yep. Yes, sir. The first one. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, we gonna pass the plate. The now. second one. They supposed to be shooting the second one yeah. now, right? Right yep. now. Yeah, sure are. Yeah, that's, that's that's gonna be dope. So Hopefully they bring back the original cast. They are for the most part. There's a couple of new people. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they supposed to be, everybody's supposed to come back. That that's gonna be funny. No, I hope he. I hope Eddie is Eddie. Yeah, yeah. I hope he ain't watered down version. Yeah. Are you gonna have uh, ATMs in your church? Yes, sir. Okay. ATMs, you what know, about, what square. About card, what about a card reader? Man, I, I, I'm gonna <laughs> have square. Okay. All that on there. So it, don't say you ain't got it in your pocket. Yeah. You got that plastic card with you? Yeah, go on. Go on. Put that in. Yeah, we can make it happen real fast. And you can even sign and get your receipt for it. <laughs> you know what you should do? You should put meters on the seats. Uh, you sitting there long enough? Sitting there long <laughs> enough. You, you, you got to re up. Yep. Hey, like a parking meter. Hey. I need a nickel every time for every five minutes. Jesus wants you sitting here. Yeah, yeah. That's what the, that's what the, that's what the church wants you to believe. Mm-hmm. So, well, most churches, I ain't going to say all, but majority of them want you to believe that. We gonna have some folks mad today. Yeah, they're gonna be mad about this. Hey, but I do have one question. Hey, what does God spend this money on that we tied to him? <laughs> I don't know. All right, so let's get on the topic yeah, of the day. Move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on, get on the topic of the day. So, Todd, you had something on your mind? <laughs> he, Uh-oh. He, he, he see, pays look, us no see, mind. This, yeah. <laughs> we pay him money, he, he pays, pays us no mind. mind. <laughs> see, I shouldn't have started this. I'm sorry. <laughs> We, I brought some refreshments in the room, and guess me? what? I'll pay you no mind. This is what happened when I bring <laughs> refreshments in the room. I do apologize. Oh, man. Well, again, 
We're real lighthearted here in the studio on this. This is a Friday night. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's a late Friday night, but we in here and we in here talking about tough issues. Yes, sir. That's what we do. Oh, I got something to talk about today. All yeah, right. boy. Let's Get it off your it. chest, brother. So let me tell you, I'm I'm real upset. And I and I see it every day. I see this every day. I see it at work. I see it in, more in the media, mm-hmm. um, but I see with with younger younger people, um, younger white people, younger younger people who are just not black in general. Yeah, younger non-black people. Yeah, um, but I see them st- stealing. I say stealing. Let's say borrowing, borrowing our culture for when it's convenient. For them, borrowing means you're going to return at some point. Oh, right? they return it. They definitely they return it. I so, okay, so okay. I just wanted to borrowing. make sure make sure everybody understands yeah. borrowing because you know some people say steal. Yeah, they're, they're they're definitely borrowing our culture when it's convenient for them, mm-hmm. and then returning it when it's not mm. correct. So, I'm going to say this: our blackness is consumed by our non-black counterparts, but it's not engaged with by our non-black counterparts when it matters. Truth. And that's what, that's what I'm talking about. That's, that's what makes me mad a little bit. And and, and this, I'm not bashing. I don't want, you know, this ain't no bash white people or non-white people, but this is a, this is a serious issue that, that happens that we don't, we don't do this to, to our non-white counterparts. We don't steal their shit. Right. And, and put it up when we're done with it. Right. So give us an example of what you're speaking on, Todd. Okay. Miley Cyrus. Twerk, Miley, 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 Miley Cyrus. Miley, twerk. You remember you remember she made that song with Mike, was it? Uh, Mike Juicy Will made Jay, it. Jay. Mike yeah. Will. Yeah. Jay's on my feet. You know, Correct. She, she came over into the culture. She made a whole shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. Correct. And walked her happy-go-lucky ass right back over to her people. Correct. To, <laughs> And, and doing whatever she wanted to do now. Pink is another one that did that. She started off R&B. Mm-hmm. And everybody fell in love because she could sing. Yeah, mm-hmm. she can blow. She can sing. And then um, next thing you know, a little bit after the uh, Lady Marmalade with with Kim and Maya yeah. and oh. Christina Aguilera, shortly after that, she was gone. I'm out of here. Missy Elliott was in that one too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. I, and, and it's like, it's and and these are these are the the... How do you say the what we see in 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 media, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But y'all got kids, yeah. Y'all seen y'all see the little white kids doing our our dances and all that yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. and I see that and I'm like, mm, this little white boy, this little it's non just, black boy, yeah. <laughs> it just makes you think dance. like thirty years ago. Let's not, let's say what forty years ago. Let's go forties, like in the early seventies. Late sixties, man, they parents would have had a heart attack. Yeah, right. Or, I mean, back then they would just remake the song. Who you talking about, Elvis? Oh my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> they remake the song. I'm make sorry. It, make it white to make it appeal to the. Masses. I'm sorry, Elvis Presley. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, the king of what? Yeah. Okay. Never mind. What they say? He's the king of rock and roll. Is yeah. That they said? Yeah. Before, but Chuck Berry. Never mind. I was just like, get the fuck What was the lady that did? You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Oh, uh, I know that woman's name. Uh, yeah, it's the lady that did record it. You I ain't nothing but a hound name. dog. I know that yeah. woman. Elvis came back and redone it. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, I, I mean, look at it. Let's come a little bit more modern. Uh, uh, Big Mama Thornton. There it that's is. Her name. Yeah, that's crazy. You know her. Did I don't know you, that. Did name. you not know that? Did you not know that about that song? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, I don't think I did. Man, look here, brother. Hit hit the button over there for me, please. You know which one I'm going for. All right, let's get back on here. <laughs> but Robin Thicke is another one who got in trouble for borrowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, that was from was it Stevie One? Not Stevie Marvin. Wonder. Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. But yeah. why is it? When, and, and don't get me wrong, because you have some talented white people out mm-hmm. there. Why is it when they can sing and sound almost like us, they think it's okay for them to borrow songs without paying the rights and royalties to it? Good question. That's why all I'm asking all artists, if you listen, own your own masters. Yeah. That way if somebody touches your song, 
or your music or whatever whatever your artistry is, somebody touches it, they got to check with you first mm -hmm. to make sure you get paid. Like they had that song in litigation for I don't know how long to make sure his his people got their money. Yep. yep. That's crazy. Yep. Back to that Big Mama Thornton thing. Yeah. This is the original. This is her. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's the original. Mm -hmm. wow. Came out in 52. But wow. they said, hey, guess what? Dance, swing your hips from side to side. Let's speed the beat up a little bit. We can make you it. You ain't nothing but a hound dog <laughs> crying all the time. Oh, yeah, we'll change a little <laughs> bit of the words. <laughs> enough, yeah. But guess what? Where, where you get that idea originate? So, but you made up a, a really good point just a minute ago, too, because I'd be thinking about it, and Elvis is a great example to me. Mm -hmm. Because... I was aware that he had borrowed some things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Chuck was aware Berry, of that. He borrowed a mm -hmm. lot from Chuck Berry, borrowed a lot of, well, you know. But there's still a, a level of talent that he that he possesses. Like, what, his ability to, to move crowds was impressive. Yeah, yeah. Now, no, 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 no. He was talented yeah, in his own right. In his own right, right, right. But it's, And I'm not trying to take nothing from Elvis, but when you borrow something from us, just give my people the credit. You know what I would have been happy about? If he would have came out TV. publicly and said Big I got Mama this Thornton. song from Big Mama Thornton her family if she wasn't around her family blessed me to do this song yep. so I'm gonna bring this to y'all yep. just one time uh, Elvis said he said this is how I'm gonna repay y'all I'm gonna live in Memphis <laughs> have you here. ever been down there like where his house is uh uh it was uh, it Graceland yeah Graceland go, Damn, go down there go, I, what I, it look like now it's now it's well you know his daughter lost it I didn't know that. I thought that I thought that it was. Still it was some. The, I think it was somehow she lost is, it. Is it a museum now? Yes, yeah, a museum. But mm -hmm. I think she lost a lot of money, and now I think somebody else owns it. Cause it's on the other side of. Uh, is it Frazier? No, on the south side, right? It's on. It's I down towards. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going towards uh, Mississippi. Yeah, I want to say it's around there. Yes, yeah, I, I mean I I've been down there. I can't tell you exactly where it's pinpointed. Mm -hmm. But it's it's not that impressive to me. I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, that brings me back, like to 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 why I I don't I don't like how how our non our non black counterparts can can consume our culture can can do all these things with our culture and then you know they get credit for it but we don't you and you you've alluded to that mm -hmm. or you know they do all these things to our culture. And we don't get, I don't know. Let's say, let's say, we we create a dance, mm -hmm. right? We create a dance, but this dance we've, is we've to, created several dances. Oh, I know that, but I'm saying, let's say we create a dance, and this dance is to, um, I don't know. It's for some some, you know, to to. to what am I trying to say? Maybe not glorify a black person who was killed, but you know, bring awareness to a black person who was killed now. This is gonna sound real similar to Colin Kaepernick, but okay. Okay. you know they they create this dance, and then white kids like, oh, that's kind of cool. I'm gonna do that too, and then they doing all this stuff. But then at the end of the day, when it's when it's time to talk about the real issue, why we're doing this dance, crickets. They go, uh, yeah, they go silent. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Hit the button. Over or not only do they go silent, they'll they'll shift the narrative. And say, well, I understand that, but what about this? They use what about isms. Yes. To yes. to counteract yep. the the true narrative of the of the story. The initial whatever the initial issue is. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. I, I don't I don't I don't I feel some type of way about that. I think you should. I, I think we should. And one of the things that frustrates me most about this scenario, and and I think what I'm gonna start doing a little bit more of is giving actual situations uh, and try not to incriminate myself or give put people in a situation that could compromise them because I'm not here to try to you know clout chase off of, of people I know mm -hmm. because maybe some bonehead decisions they made gotcha but I see it all the time I, I, I'll give a great example uh, there was a article I, I'll pull it up here in a minute but T.I. came out and said Iggy Azalea changed mm -hmm. 
once she realized her white fan base was there. Mm-hmm. Because initially she came out trying to. Yep. She was all, she was hip- a rapper. all hip-hop. She was, yeah, she she was a straight-up yeah. rapper. That's what she was. She was a rapper. And and what frustrates me about Had characters like her. Had black boyfriends and everything, yeah. but, you know, okay. What frustrates me about a character like that is not her passion for the music, because anybody can have a passion about anything. Correct. When you come out and say, I'm going to change the game, things like that. But you and mean, it doesn't even, you're not even connected to how the game, quote-unquote, came to be. You can't change it without being connected to it like that. How can you be... Man, how can you change something that isn't in your DNA? And that's where I was going. So, and she showed the answer to your question is, yeah, you can't. And that's no, why she, she went back to this audience over here when she realized it existed. How can? How does she think she can change a game that we've loved for what since the early eighties? Longer than she's been alive. How how does she think she can change that? She better go talk to Tina. Like, Marie. does she does she know her history? <laughs> does she know her his, his hip hop history? Who knows? And I'm pretty sure she does, cause Ti, I'm I'm pretty sure he knows his history, and and she was signed to him or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Expeditiously, expeditiously. So <laughs> you think he he probably was like, look, this is the you're not gonna change it. Let's let's fit in this space. You fit in this space. Like what I what I what I what I appreciate about Eminem was, he didn't come out saying he's gonna change it. He fit in his space. Yeah. And I think that's why we gravitated towards him, cause he was organic with it. It wasn't nothing he was trying. This was him. Yeah. And see, I'm, I'm of course, a little bit biased for obvious reasons mm-hmm. with him. But even with him, as, as dope a lyricist as he actually is, he had a formula mm-hmm. that worked. Every album was the same. He came out with that real goofy, cheesy song. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Do we blame him or do we blame Dre? Because that was the man behind the machine. Well, it's, I don't even think it's a blame. It's a here's well, a marketing strategy yeah, 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 yeah. that worked. And we're going to continue to ride this way. So he yeah. put out the goofy song, uh, Purple Pills, or uh, Guess Hi, who's My back. Name Is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He put, all those. Every time it was a new album. And that brought all the white audience in. So he had control of that audience. But then he would get on a song like Renegade with Jay. And, and, and everybody's crazy. like, wait a minute. He might have. He no, it wasn't no mitre to it. I, I was just trying it to be nice. No, but no, it wasn't no mitre to him. it. Yeah. He got him. So it's like, yeah. okay, no, he's for real. He can rap for real. No, he can. But then you got this side where he's doing drugs and slapping his mom and all that. It's kind of goofy. Fuck you, mom. Yeah, it's goofy. <laughs> that right there. To your point, who does though, that? Who does that resonate with? Well, absolutely. Uh, okay. So that's, what, that's the point here is that he understood, but he never came out and was like, I'm, I'm gonna change to, the game, yeah, buddy. I'm about to I'm about to make me the now he talks about how he's the best, but again, he has lyrics to to justify that. Yeah. Iggy, on the other hand, not at all. There's never going to be a point in her career. But she ever says that. Or if she says that she that can, she's has to be that on she can, drugs. That she can stand up to it. Yeah. So uh, jumping back now to the original point. But M has to stand in line because if we're gonna talk about the best, we got some well, that's a topic for another yeah, that's show. Another topic yeah, another yeah. Day. We we have to do that. That's going to be a lengthy one. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. I, I understand our, our culture is pretty complex. Mm-hmm. It, it's There's no... You understand it, but do they understand how complex it is? Well, it is. I mean, any any sane, normal person <laughs> would, would know how complex... Say them, say them words again, because that's like a... a, a <laughs> oxymoron. Like, oxymoron. That culture is... You said any sane... Interesting. Okay. Um, but I also understand that the main consumer... When we're talking about dollars, the main consumer of our culture is white kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I understand, at and that's the same been going time, on since the dawn, the the dawn of time. Like, yeah, I, I understand that we ha- like in order that is that is the target. We have to make this money. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah, but I for us that's fine. I feel like if as a black man. I identify I got this white target. I'm still going to be me and they still going to buy it. Mm-hmm. But and I, I don't feel comfortable letting this non-black person come over here and do everything that I'm doing. And then they make 10 times more than me mm-hmm. just because they're lighter than me. And, yeah. and, and other people feel that, oh, yeah, I, I, I relate to that fucking Post Malone. Post Malone. I hate Post Malone. I hate... That he they play him on hip hop radio stations. I mm. hate that they play him on local radio. Yeah, 
Um, and I hate that because Post Malone explicitly said he don't even like hip hop music. Who 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 controls those radio stations, Todd? Uh, well, the one I heard them on is Eminem's because I listen to XM radio. Okay, okay. So I, I pay for radio. A lot a lot of radio stations are bought by one company. Is it Viacom? Cumulus <laughs> Media. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I get that. iHeart. All I, that. I get that. I get that. So they're gonna they're gonna pretty much dictate and control who's on this radio station. But they don't have to though, because we drive that. Yeah, we drive it. But if you had if you had a choice, who you think would like Post Malone or Kendrick Lamar? Who does that? Who who resonates well with us? Kendrick if, Lamar. So we'll 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 gravitate more to Kendrick Lamar than we would Post Malone. But Post Malone, what he'll do is go put someone like Twenty One Savage on one of his songs. He can't lose with that. Because we're 21 right, Savage he, fans. He, now, now but he's he doesn't like hip hop. Both, both, but both he'll sessions. tell you he doesn't like hip hop. But see, that's bullshit. That's all marketing scheme. But see, that that's bullshit, though. Like, I'm pretty sure I he's probably told like, somebody I'm not a hip hop artist. Oh, he's already said that. He's he's explicitly said as, that. As I don't, he said, I don't like hip hop. This isn't the type of music I like to make. But every song he comes every song comes out. stuff before he was doing this rap stuff? He was doing like country music, Western shit on YouTube. Really, and they yes. and they told him that wasn't gonna sell. Exactly. And you want to make he, some money? Like, oh, okay. I'm gonna come over here with the black people, and mm-hmm. oh, they'll buy my shit. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna jump in real quick. I think quick. we give people. I think we give people like opportunities I, too much. So I'm gonna jump in here. Real okay, quick. go ahead, Joe. That is exactly what I was about to say, and this is something Todd says all the time. So you go back historically. Our culture is not the same as other cultures, Mm-mm. especially the lighter culture. Because we are very accepting, mm-hmm. we're very forgiving, mm-hmm. very trusting, mm-hmm. which is to a fault, in my opinion. And I think that's just our DNA. That's what I'm saying. So genetically, it's just there's. So we. I, I was thinking about the one of the episodes we did before when I was talking about the Upside movie with Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. and I we were talking about well the other spec end of the spectrum is maybe he was trying to show this image that I'm a better person. Yeah. Like our character, even though this is the, how the world feels about us, this is still my character to be willing to help you. Mm-hmm. And and I think that, you know, there is some connection to that today. And I think like in Iggy Azalea, you have people of color listening to her music and actually giving her props. Not like, oh, she's a super dope artist, but oh, man, look at her. Look at oh She 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 built, you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. that goofy stuff like that that automatically gives them a pass and makes them feel like it's not appropriation of culture, but they're just a part of that culture. Mm-hmm. And it's because we are just so ex- like they, we love Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. Love him. Well, he's, he, I think he, Justin grew around, grew up around black people. He's from Memphis. I don't know who he grew up around. He's from Memphis. He's from Germantown. You think so? I know so. Oh well, he's from I'm Germantown. sorry. I'm sorry. He's from Germantown. I mean, I Never mean, mind. Germantown is still Memphis. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Todd. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I'm sorry. Like, Todd bite his Think ass. about it. Like Germantown is is essentially Franklin of Memphis. Mm. I get it. I get it. And I and I look at this too. All the videos where you ever saw him engaged with a black woman. He married to a white one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like when you are Janet Jackson, Super Bowl. Right. When, when you are totally invested in a culture, mm-hmm. not even by choice, but by circumstance. Mm-hmm. Like if I were to be born in a neighborhood where it was predominantly like a trailer park type scenario, mm-hmm. if that, that's just where I was born. Yeah. So those people is who I would connect Gravit- with. Gravit- so Gravit- more than likely with, yeah. the woman that I ended up with would be from a similar circumstance. Right. Correct. So that's what I always look at when people talk about where they from and how they came up. I look at who you who you around mm-hmm. and who you end up with. Gotcha. Because that really tells me what you're most comfortable with. Gotcha. Now, granted, you start getting a little money and things change a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then again, start looking at, you can check people's records. And that's going to be me, Joe, once I get a little money <laughs> off his podcast. Hey, man. This is... Post Malone before he got famous. This is the bullshit that he was putting out. Ah, uh, yeah, you can cut that. You, nah, yeah. That's not him. Hold up. I, I swear for Jesus. 
This is a video. It was you walking out my door. <laughs> I believe him. And that's that's sort of again coming I'm back appalled. to the point I was making. <laughs> if I know that this culture is going to accept me, there's not going to be anyone to Push challenge or me. Flat. Yep. No one's going to challenge me because they are going to accept what I'm doing. Why not continue to do it? Why, Why not, not just do it? do it? And then if and then if they say, hey, let's do a song together, let's do this together. Now we think in money. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, sure. There's no respect because for from the culture. Our side, our standpoint. Mm-hmm. Now, like in the 80s, 90s, that probably wouldn't have flew. Mm-mm. But from our standpoint now is, I think we have a knowledge or a sense of, this is not going to change. So how can I make the best of this situation and benefit from it? Mm-hmm. I think that's where we're going with it now. Because a lot of the older artists back then will probably be like, when you talk to them back then, they were like, hell no. Yeah. Now you talk to them, yeah, it makes it makes sense yeah, money-wise. Money. Makes sense dollar-wise. So, so do we sell ourselves short for a dollar? So can I throw one more thing in here and I'm going to shut up man, for a minute? No, nah, Joe, go ahead. Do your thing, brother. This, Here's is one, when we, this is when our topics get good. <laughs> Here's one of my biggest challenges with our culture where I do think we need to be a little bit more accountable. And it's going to start with people who have kind of been able to find their way out of circumstances to work themselves into a better position than maybe their their past, their their parents, whatever it is. We still buy into this concept of the American dream, right? America never had a dream for us. So the MAGA hats, make America great again. When was America ever great? So now let's think about that for a minute. So if we're thinking about success, what are we attributing to or what are we using as the definitive symbols of success? It's always stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say car, house. Well, right now it's house. If you if you got the big badass crib, you're mm-hmm. doing the best. Right. So so now think about that. If you come up in a situation where you don't have a whole lot and you're trying to chase something, is it based off of who you are as a person or what you're told you should have to show people you're successful? So we we don't have that again it's it's a level of accountability but we don't have that that gear to shift in our brain to be like you know what it's not worth my integrity to do something like this just to get that even though that is what they're telling me i need to have Mm -hmm. in order to be looked at as successful i need to be able to be like i'm good enough to stand on my own and say hey this is what i want to achieve and it ain't got to have anything to do with money Mm -mm. houses Cars, clothes, it doesn't have any, but we are so removed from that. So even when they talk that nonsense about how much spending power we have, let's be real about what that spending power is. We don't have disposable income. Mm -mm. So when they talk about how much we have, what is it, some odd trillion that we have yearly. It's like the GDP of Russia. We have the the, the power to spend. You know what movie came to my mind when you started talking about stuff and and being told what we should have? Hmm. He got game when 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 Ray mm-hmm. Allen went to the guy's ho- the agent house and mm-hmm. he told him, "You see this watch? Yep, I can get you one of these. Yep. You see this house? I can get you." It's like I get yeah. that that voice went in in my yeah. mind somewhere. Yep. So when when Todd brought up this topic, that's immediately where my mind went was, anytime I think about cultural appropriation, because that's bottom line. That's yeah, what that's we're talking exa- about. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Anytime I think about that, I always go to you know what. This happens to us so often because we don't hold people to standards. There's, yeah, there's, there's, it's the wild west when it comes to our culture. You can come yeah. in here, take whatever you want. We create and generate. Pop culture is dominated by us. Yep. It's not even. I, I mean, I can. We can take it back even further. Look how many inventions that black inventors made yep. that they really don't get the credit for. Yep. They put it in one month. Skim through, yeah. He created this, this, and this. All right, y'all want to go something else now? Yeah. No. See what you what you what you fail to realize on on black creators is that a lot of the stuff that was created by black people, especially in the early 1900s, mm-hmm. um, early to mid 1900s, we got a black, real historian in here. Black people couldn't get a patent, so yep. they had to go to no. a white person. Yeah, yeah, we had to, to get a patent to, to hey, this is what I have. Will you get a patent for me? Mm-hmm. So they gave the 
patent to the white person, so the white person was attributed with the creation. creation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is bullshit because that now that person's family has benefited. Yeah. And then that other person who made it gets nothing. Him and his family don't get shit. I mean, you think of you. Well, hell, it's we the can upside. use our own, our own backyard here. We got Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels learned how to make his damn liquor from Uncle Nearest, yeah. who was um, but a, now that guy on his property. Aren't yeah. they giving them some type of credit for it now or something yeah, like that? They, now, like they going back saying, "Hold on, man, we our family was fucked up back then." No, they they have acknowledged mm-hmm. and they have they have said, "Hey, yes." This is a true story, mm-hmm. and they have worked with that family, mm-hmm. and that and now that family has their own their own distillery, right? Uh, distillery, yep. and they make their own liquor yep. with their with their ancestors' recipe. Uh, recipe. Yep. Okay. Now, I think Jack Daniels offered to buy it, but they were like, "No, we're not gonna we're not gonna let you buy our stuff. We yeah. can do it on our own." Yep, I would let them. It's buy the same it. recipe. You know why I let them buy it? Why? Cause I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna get equity. You're gonna have to give me some. Yeah, you can buy it, but I'm still gonna have equity in the company where you still be paying me for the rest of my life. Right. And for for generations generations to come. But I can make more money with the original recipe. You're right. But then have them. But now give that, me a piece of the pie. Now why, why take a piece of the pie when I can have the whole pie? And I think that's a problem with a lot of black people today. We rather have a piece of the pie because it looks good in the beginning. And it looks, you know, it's like, oh, okay. Well, if I take a piece, I, like what you said, I can, I can benefit from this for a long time. Okay. Well, when well, I why say don't piece, I take I'm talking like seventy five percent. I ain't talking about just no crumbs. Now you know why take seventy five when I can take a nah. hundred? <laughs> why take seventy five when I know I can do this on my own and make a hundred? See, people, I put this out there just so y'all can understand and listen to what he's saying. I always have to be the bad guy every once in a while in the <laughs> scenarios. He's but, telling you absolutely right. Don't don't sell yourself short for nothing. And you know what? What else is cool about that? Because I agree. I think we do ourselves a disservice when it comes to things like that. We do. It would be cool if we were okay accepting the ownership, even if it means we may not make as much, yep. but it's still ours. Yep. And, and that's the problem. That is. And and man, it's so sad when you think about how gentrification happens. But oh. it's it's same similar concept. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Hey, come, t- hold on, hold on, real quick, Joe. Yeah. Hey, Todd, look up the story of Famous Amos for me, the guy that made the cookies. Okay, cool. I'll look that up. You know what? That's a good time for us to take a break. We're going to pay some bills and we'll be right back. Hey, we back, we back, back. All right, so we took a break. We had to pay some bills real quick. But, uh, Henry, if you could give us the the cliff note version of Famous Amos. I know we were talking about that before we left. Cool, gotcha, gotcha. So Famous Amos, in like 1975, his friends, you know, talked to him about getting a store. He he opened up the business with $25,000 loan from Marvin Gaye and Helen Helen Reddy Mm -hmm. to begin the company. So he went on through, through history and like in around... Uh, it's not giving me the precise year, but it's saying due to financial troubles, Amos was forced to sell the company, Famous Amos. And because the name Famous Amos was trademarked by his former company, he had to use the name Uncle No Names Cookie Company as his new company's name. So he he went through all that and just because of a little hardship, he, 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 had to, he was forced to sell it. Now the company Famous Amos thrives. Yeah. And Making millions of dollars, right? Millions. Yeah. And he's not benefiting from that because he sold the company and trademarked everything under that company. That's crazy. That's how I go, man. That I see it far you know who too owns, often. You know who owns Famous Amos Company? Who? Kellogg. <laughs> Every day, I can see that. I can too. I can see that. Yep. Perfect marriage. Yeah. It's owned by Kellogg. It was owned by Keebler. Until Kellogg bought it in 2001. Wow. And let's see what Kellogg, um, uh, Kellogg Company net worth <laughs> is $1.269 billion mm. with annual revenue of I wish we 12 had- point. Or yeah, twelve point nine three two billion. 
I wonder. I, I, I would just okay. love like a percentage. $932 million a year. I just want to know the percentage of of that it comes from Famous, Famous, Famous. Amos. The cookie. Yeah, that would be interesting to know. That'd be great. Like some good analytics to pull. We'll we'll, ha- we'll pull that up and then I want on like we'll give at like some a spin off somewhere down the line and, and just anything you guys have a question on or you want to fact check us on, give it to them, Todd. What is it? What's the email? VGTcast at VGTcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, y'all can hit that so, email up and we'll we'll do some research and have those numbers for you. So Famous Amos was bought for $3 million by the Shansby Group. But I want to say how much of that $3 million did Famous Amos actually see? Or Wally, what's his name? Oh, he, didn't, he what did he, what he see? Um, he only saw 300000 of it. He Ooh. sold the company for 300000 Gotcha. And they bought it for three hundred. I mean, for $3 million. They They bought it for $3 million. So he was in debt where he had to sell it and only was able to recuperate 300000 Think about that. He sold it for 300000 group, A group bought it for $3, three million. He only got, one, what, 10% of it? Yeah. Of what? Yeah, that's what of I'm saying. $3 million. Like he got Yeah, 10% of it. So what did the other $2.7 million go? And that's a good question because <laughs> when Kellogg's bought it, boom, look, you... you you see what it's doing now. I yeah. mean, I like famous Amos cookies. Yeah. Or I used to. I haven't had one in a while. When I was a kid, I used to like them. Cool, cool, cool. So just doing some some numbers here. Real Uh-oh. quick. And not the numbers, but just a little research. The Shansby Group uh, recently changed their name to TSG Consumer Partners. It's a California-based private equity company. Mm-hmm. Private equity company. Uh, founded back in 87. And they are... Headquarters to the Transamerica Pyramid. That's their headquarters. So, Transamerica, the credit people, Transamerica. Well, I think Transamerica does a lot. No, of it's TransUnion. You think? Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Transamerica does does uh, a lot of other stuff. Focus on consumer brands. Yeah, interesting. So either way, the, I guess the point we're making is that what we let we. We sometimes we sell ourselves short in Correct. our culture. Or, I, I'm I'm confused. What was the point we were trying to say before we before we left? So my my point is that 100. percent But we sell ourselves short because we've already bought into somebody else's definition of success, and it's not based on integrity. It's based on how much can you make, knowing that, as you were saying a minute ago, why own a portion of the pie when I can own the whole pie? Right. We don't think owning the whole pie is a legitimate thing. And and even if it is like we're owners, it's like we can't compete with the big boys. So if uh, we can sell yeah. our thing to the big boys and get a little bit more, now it's like, okay, we, at least we got this consistent revenue coming in because yeah. we can't compete with them. So, hey, let's sell it, get and who, this money. And that's a good strategy and, for some people. For some people it would yeah. because it, maybe you can some take markets. that and do something different. Yeah. It, it just depends on In some markets and some businesses, that's, that's a great strategy because some things are only going to go to a certain level mm-hmm. in life. That's, that's just the way life is. It's just going to get to a certain point. So if you can get your money and get out and let somebody else deal with that headache, mm-hmm. I recommend it. But we're talking about our culture. Yeah. Ain't no getting out of this. Ain't, yeah. You're here. You're here for the long haul. You're you're here. So what we have to be mindful of is just allowing and accepting any and everything just to make a quick buck. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we have to be mindful of. And I can't we can't stress that point enough because it can get watered down. It can betray it can be betrayed in certain different views mm-hmm. and angles that it shouldn't be. And you know, w- we go we go we go to a point where how can I say this without offending anyone? This this therapeutic podcast, man. We say what you mean, mean what you say. <laughs> I ain't gonna say that one. I'm gonna save that one. I'm gonna save that one for a different show. Well, let me say this. One of the problems that we have as far as holding people to a standard when it comes to our culture and how they manage it and handle it. Mm-hmm. We have guilty pleasures 
mm-hmm. that we're willing to be like, yeah, man, I don't like this in conversation. But then when we walk away from that conversation, we do it anyway. For instance, I would be willing to bet most people of color that are into music, hip hop specifically, would be like, man, Post Malone is trash. Terrible. But they probably knocking his music. Boo boo. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? They probably yeah. done purchased some some, you know, downloaded some some of his content somewhere. Just a stream. Just a stream. Like simple stuff like that. It's like we don't. I don't know, man. So what I what I was gonna say, and I'm uh, you, you fired it back up. The accountability that we have for each other. The accountability that we have for one another is, I believe, one of the biggest problems that we have. But that's a whole different show. That's a whole different show. But it connects. Yeah. It connects because, again, Todd's original point was, how is it that you're able to mosey on over to this side of town when it's convenient and try to grab a little bit of the black experience, but then when it gets a little thick, you know you can escape. Because you're Simpson? not connected. The freaking Kardashian yeah, that, clan. That's what I was about to say. I, 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 that, was was next. that was next. That was next. OJ Simpson. That's a he great example. Kanye West, he did it. Oh, I love this man. But see, that's But now you want to do Sunday service. But that, and that's even that that's the flip side though. Cause we're talking about them coming yeah, yeah. over to us. Yeah. But that's why that's when They're I go to that's when I go to with accountability within yeah. ourselves. We'll be like, oh, so prime example, the fool. Yeah. I love this man. Yeah. No one shut him out of the culture at all after that. I follow you. You're right. They still, they still, still buying his shoes. He comes out with an album, Jesus is King. Todd was trying to play it for me one time. Hey, man, (laughs) cut that trash off, man. Like for real, cut it out. Because if we allow ourselves to do it, they're going to be like, well, shit, if they can do it, we can do it. Yeah. Cause they gonna that's, think they gonna think point. they can fit right into that into that category. No, you don't fit. In that same mold. And yeah. That, yeah, but I get you. We do it to ourselves a lot. We got we got these the clowns sat there and said, "I love this man." Yeah. The next day he drops a shoe, sells out. Yeah. Now predominantly the people that's buying his shoes is on that side, but we buy them too now. A whole lot of us buying them. Yes, yeah, a whole lot of buying. Them. Yeah. That's, or, that's a, actually a really solid point. I just watched the, I watched a clip of a Sunday service he does. He does it in the black church. How does the black pastor allow this man to come into church knowing he was that's, just that's a week ago it's a up there with yeah. the big? It's a business. That's that, that, people and into and that's the what, man, Todd, I was just going to say that. Then that shows you how much of a business that church is. Yeah. But see, the flip side is, well, we're bringing people to God. <laughs> that's what they tell you. Bring we're going to use this God. opportunity. Hey, how much money does God need? I told you. He, we pay him. He pays us no mind. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I do have a question for you, Joe. So we're, we're talking about how the other side steals the culture. Mm-hmm. How about when we steal the culture from the other side? As far, and I'm going to give you a prime example. And ladies, don't kill me for this. I still love my beautiful black sisters. But hair weaves, that's not ours. That is not ours. So makeup. That's not ours. That is not well. War paint and makeup is two different things. Oh, it's still makeup though. <laughs> but come on. To beautiful to make you think you're beautiful. War paint was to scare you. Semantics. You put Semantics. you put you putting this on making you think it to make yourself feel better than what you think you are. So implant hold on, hold on. Implants. Yeah. That's not ours. Yeah. But I believe we we have something to do with that as men. We accountability. Mm-hmm. We got to stop putting that pressure on our but, women. But see, makeup is ours, though. No, I, yes, I can't. Makeup is I can't ours. agree the, with the Egyptians that. created makeup. That's ours. That's oh, ours. Well, I take it back. Then never mind. <laughs> but they but, applied they applied eye makeup. Hold called on, mes, What 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 Egyptians? Because you know. A lot of the a lot of the books to tell you. Never mind, because <laughs> it's written by him. His story. Never mind, never mind. But yeah, so Cleopatra was never mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, never mind. But but that 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 makeup they used to put on was a mixture of copper and lead ore. Mm-hmm. That's why we got around it. the eyes. That's why you always saw the long, which is come back into po- the to to main culture that mm-hmm. that long 
uh, makeup line yeah. around the eye that goes yeah. out. The, what they call it? A cat, 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 cat eyes or something. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that I do was a, started by. I do apologize. People. I do apologize, ladies. Uh, makeup. I was wrong on that. That's why we got the fact checker. Fact <laughs> checker. Checker over there. Yeah. Is that so, when it was Egypt or when it was Kemet? It was Egypt, ancient Egyptian. I'm just messing because you know. Hey, that. didn't the aliens make the pyramids or something? Ain't that what they trying to make people believe? Yeah. Anything oh. to discredit. Yeah. But that that was a that's an interesting point though, man. Uh, Corey Holcomb, one of my favorite comedians, he said something, and I believe it wholeheartedly. And and it, this is something that will offend, um, but you know. It is this, what it is. This is this black guy therapy. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Black guy therapy. He said, "When I see women come out with weave and the eyelashes and the makeup, I'm like, you got on a costume." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Cause if you go to buy a costume like a clown, same thing, same thing. Yep. It's the same exact package that these ladies are stepping out of the house with." Mm-hmm. So the the it's twofold. So yes, there's a a large accountability that falls on our shoulders as men mm-hmm. because we are perpetuating a stereotype of what a woman should look like, what's supposed to be what's beautiful. Beauty. Yeah. yeah, what's beauty and what's That's not. That's on us. Yeah, uh, but there's also this portion of individuals who have these esteem issues because it's it's personal first. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way that I can be completely content and happy with who I am when I look in the mirror. If I'm not strong enough yeah. internally to be able to deal with the flaws that I know are, but that's, that are there. That's built from the mold from when you come out. Mm-hmm. Your your upbringing should mm-hmm. mold that and make you know. You should. So, society has has kind of has pushed what you what you were talking about, Henry, the, the weave, the long weave. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the definition of beauty has been set by white people. Absolutely. Right? Correct. So what white people have. Black people want to assimilate, fit in that culture, yep. right? So in order to assimilate and fit in that culture, they have this long, wavy, straight hair because that's what white women have. Mm-hmm. They have long, straight hair. And Blue eyes. No, yeah, and, I, I was and going there you go. I mean, we have, and I, I remember I had teammates in college that wear them stupid-ass blue contacts. I'm like, why are you wearing blue contacts? Yeah. You look like a fool. Yeah. But, you know. But that might have been, was that during the game? No. Oh, so that was just because. No, it's warm. Out. Just because. I, yeah, he okay. might still wear those blue contacts. Damn fool. Um, but when when you have when you have a when you have your Hitler who is who has basically told you what the standard of beauty is, mm. you you're going back and you're going back and you're looking at yourself. You don't think you're beautiful Whew. when you when you look at yourself and you're like, well, damn, I don't look like that. I, and it's funny. Or not funny, but it's kind of ironic we're talking about this because I remember I was somewhere and there was this group of white kids and then there was this little black boy and the little black boy said, well, mama, I want to be white. Right. Because in, in even this young child saw that. that. Well, didn't Joe just didn't Joe on the podcast say that? Did you yeah. say that? Yeah, he said that oh, on the podcast. Bam, when he was see, there you go. when he was younger, he he wanted to be white. Yeah. See, there you go. I remember saying there you that. go. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's crazy. And and that's and that's what we're dealing with. Yep. That's exactly what we're dealing with. Like I hate it. I hate it. I hate that and see this is it brings me back to the point of what we're talking about today. It's for a while being black is cool. Yes. Being wearing wearing our clothes is cool. Wearing our style is cool. Fubu. The chains. Big booties is cool. That's cool right now. Everybody's trying to get butt implants. Big breasts. That's cool right now. Everybody want breast implants. Big lips. You got white people getting these lip injections trying to. With, and you know white folks don't have no top lips. Right. So and it looks so weird with they. They have it. They got the duck bill. Yeah. Like what is going on there? Yeah. And but when they're done with that. They're done with that. When the when injections wear off or when Mm -hmm. they get that stuff removed. They're back. Their whiteness protects them. Yeah. Yes. Whereas, on me, it's ugly. On and and Paul Moody said it best, right? On on us, it's ugly, but on them, it's fashion. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. So it's real. I don't know. That pisses me off. No. I, I can see where it pisses you off. Yeah. I, I can see. I don't like that. It's it just, wouldn't piss me off as much if we got the credit for it. For like. 
nine for 100% of the stuff we've done, we got the credit for it. We don't get That's the credit. never going to happen. We don't get the credit for it. So it's like, if we don't get the credit for it, and you see how people treat us wrong, why would you still want to do that? So, so that that's one of the main things that makes me so frustrated with like the Oscars and the Grammys and these award ceremonies where they want to boycott. And I'm like, the only reason why you're boycotting is because you're looking for this other culture to tell you you're good enough. What the why hell do we is this award? Yeah. It doesn't why is this mean award anything. so so important? So again, to kind of to fit in a category to say you were up there with the greatest whites of the whites. I mean, but but yeah. this is my thing. We don't do the Soul Train Awards. We don't do what's that? We we got a. They still do the Soul Train Awards. No, no. What I'm saying is like the 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 the, the, the top people don't show for yeah. the black award shows. Yeah. But they break their neck to show for the white award shows. It's true. Why? What? What the? Like I'm so I'm I'm proud of what Tyler Perry done. Mm-hmm. He said, "All right, cool. Y'all can have Hollywood." Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go down here in Atlanta. I'm gonna build Pretty my own home. studio. Yep. Now, t- now tell me I can't do yep. anything. Yep. And and that's a a great example again of me being because I'm I'm conflicted when it comes to Tyler Perry. I am as well, but I'm 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 more rocking with him what he's from what he's done. If it's legit, and, yeah. and that's the one thing I can't speak to. So that's why I'm torn because I don't know if this is a. Where he knows that, like Black Panther, we came and we showed out in them theaters for that mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. So they know that there's a market for us to support. And you can get rich just from us supporting I'm surprised Black Panther 2 ain't already out. Dude, think about Twitter. When we put stuff on Twitter and we retweet stuff. It go like that. It goes like that. Think about that damn chicken sandwich yes, sir. that comes back. Tomorrow, not tomorrow, comes back Soon. on Sunday. I saw it. Sunday. Hey, hey, got a quick question. Quick question. I got two sports fanatics right here sitting with me. So let's go to uh, what's the what's the undisputed Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm. Do you do we think Shannon Sharp is is taking advantage of the culture? Look what he does. Look at the I, antics, the Hennessy. I think Shannon the, Sharp the is smoke? being himself. So you think that's him? You that's think that's his, genuine? That's him. You think that's genuine? Yeah, that's that okay. is genuine Shannon I, Sharp. I believe it's him, but I had to throw it out there just to just to get the opinion of the masses because from the outside looking in, not knowing this, not believing that's him, what does that look like? Yeah. So I'm 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 actually not 100% convinced, but one thing I know for sure is that's a Southern boy. Mm-hmm. So yes, sir. When I listen to the stories he tells or the references he makes to his past, like to, whether it be to his grandma, you know, it's genuine. I know that's genuine. Yeah, that's really how he feels. Yeah, but some of the stuff it is over the top, and I'm not sure if that's just for sell. Like Stephen A. Smith, he's always yelling. For what? So it's like I know that this is preposterous. Yeah. So I know some of it is for show. Yeah. You have to do that to sell the show. I just don't know how much of it's for show. But who are you selling it to? That's where I was going next. So I, I know that he's on his second wife, Shannon Sharp. Uh, yeah, he. I, I'm telling you, he's okay. on his second wife. And one thing that I've always said is love is, is this weird thing. And you you can control who you love by controlling where you go because that kind of dictates who you're around. Mm-hmm. But once that heart catches on to something, that's just what happens. Yeah, that's it. So I'm always, I'm always kind of curious when I see somebody like that, where their track record says they only like this type of woman, because gotcha. his last two wives were, were both white. Gotcha. But he's such a writer for the culture, and I don't understand that. Like, it'd be one thing if you know you saw kind of where he was all over, like, hey, oh, he had a Spanish wife, or he had a whatever, like different. But it's the same thing. And it's not it's not what he is. So it always makes me kind of curious to that point. Like, okay, I don't know him, so I don't know where his heart is. Mm-hmm. I know that when he's talking, this stuff is genuine. That's a real story he's talking about. But then when I see the antics, I'm like, okay, I know that some of this has to be for the show. To sell the tickets. To sell the tickets. You got to have people tuning in. Yeah. So I, I don't really hold him accountable, but it makes me wonder, like, okay, so with the last two uh, relationships that you've had, 
is that you making a statement? Is that just a preference? Like, what is it based on what we're seeing that makes us kind of say, like, are you cooning a little bit? Or is that, are you just an over-the-top character? Uh, and that's what I'm saying. For me, I don't know if that's him gotcha. or not. But see, I think that Hollywood is so damn crazy. It is. You, I think, you I think have that to came cool from, a little bit to, I think to that get came where more, you got to get to. I think that came more from him playing football in Denver. No, oh, the, wait, what are you talking what about? What he was around. Oh, like what okay. like his surroundings, what what he's seen majority of. Okay. Mm, I don't think so. I think that's if the the man he's is he from Mississippi? Where is he from? Georgia. Is from it Georgia? Georgia? Yeah, he's he's small part of Georgia, like thirty minutes from Jacksonville. Okay. So he's like on that line um, down from down Florida and Georgia. Gotcha. Oh, so he's in he's in, yeah, you uh, in the Southern sticks. Alabama. You in the <laughs> <laughs> I said Georgia, this man put him in Alabama. God bless America. <laughs> I mean, all of all of like that panhandle, all that's Alabama. Yeah, make a, make America great again. Yeah, all that is all that is Southern Alabama. He's he's um, from Glenville, Georgia. Yeah, that's down there, close to Glenville, Florida. Uh, no, was it Gainesville? I want to say. Or so Jacksonville. it's in the panhandle somewhere. Yeah, yeah, he's down so there. So he's basically because I, I call I call I call Northern Florida Southern Alabama okay. or Northern or no, you know. North Alabama. But see, this is why I would say Shannon Sharp is genuine. Because have you heard him talk about his grandmother and his sisters? Yeah. Now he'll go to he'll 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 go to he'll go to he'll go to war with them uh, about them. Yeah. So I think it it, you know if 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 you didn't. But thinking thinking about I think that's more of his preference. But go ahead, Todd. Yeah, I was gonna say you think you think about what he what he's saying. What is what is predominantly in the South, in in especially in Glenville, Georgia. Outside of Atlanta, black people, well, Atlanta and um, Macon, Macon, yeah. that was the other place. Outside of Atlanta and Macon, it ain't too many, you know, just densely populated with black yeah. folks. You yeah. start going to get that uh, coconut flavor syrup. Yeah. So, I mean, if you see that, then you, if that's what you're around, that's what you're used to, that's what you're yeah. comfortable, uh, comfortable around, that's mm-hmm. what you're going to end up with. Exactly, because that's what you know. Just like okay. when you got those friends, like I don't even know how to talk to a white girl because yeah. they never were around it. Yep. They all with, with yep. black black women. But yeah. you let their sister come around. Hey, baby girl, come here. Let me highlight <laughs> Easy, just yeah. Right, Man, it flow off that's the tongue. A good point. But I, anyway, I, I'll I'll save that for another day. Yeah. That that's I'll leave that at that. We'll put a pin in that. Maybe we'll come back to that later. Anyway, we ran out of time. So, all right. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. What you got? I don't know, man. Somebody started off, man. I don't know. All right. Well, um, so I'm I'm big right now on trying to reconnect with with our history, okay, with our ancestry, okay. And and I, I again I said it once before, but I say it again. I think people might kind of feel it's a little uncomfortable, but spend some time really trying to think about and connect to what it might have been like dealing with your ancestors. Mm-hmm being around them being in, ingrained in that part of our culture like for me that's a phenomenal thought it's a phenomenal feeling to know that we were kings we were queens we were thriving we had unlimited resources unlimited land we can do what we want we bartered we traded we loved and of course we had our spats tribe versus tribe spats yeah. and things like that but even when they collected prisoners of war the goal wasn't to eradicate the planet of these people Nah, it was all right prisoners of war we we get them now listen now y'all ready to talk we got your people over here y'all ready to talk now let's let's or figure a way we go assimilation Assim- yeah. they and that's usually what it was in. yeah they brought them in you're gonna assimilate yeah. to this culture and, yeah. and they usually did so yeah. connect to your people man connect to your history that'll help you to kind of have a little bit more respect for your culture when people are coming in trying to appropriate it you hold them to a higher standard because you're holding yourself to a higher standard Great point. Great point, sir. So my my takeaway or my thoughts or whatever you want to call this is accountability. And when I say accountability, it's holding each other accountable for what we're doing, how we're living, how we're acting, how we're how we're handling our culture. Because as you can continuously see when you cut on the TV, anybody can take a part of our culture. There's no ramifications behind it. Anybody can eat from our culture. There's no ramifications behind it when we can't eat from the same thing that someone else is coming in and doing. I think me and Todd made a valid point with uh, Elvis Presley down there in Graceland. Mm-hmm. 
You ain't nothing but a hound dog. What was the lady name again? Uh, big Big Mama, Big Mama Thornton. Big Mama, big Mama Thornton. Thornton. She, and I, she wrote a classic. Yeah. How many people actually know that she wrote that song first? Good point. Probably not a lot. Yeah. So you know, just let's just we got to be accountable for what's going on, people. If not, you know, then we get guys with orange hair in certain places that they shouldn't be talking about make America great again. Before we get out of here, when was America great? <laughs> Another topic. We, yeah, Another day. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. We already I'm over our time, but we're going to let it ride today. So I'm going to leave y'all with What? This. You ain't cutting me off today? I did not let you talk today. Oh, Ooh, my God. So, Boy, it's going to snow tonight. So this is all I'm going to say. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep working hard. Keep pushing forward. And we're going to get there one day. I promise. But anyway, we'll catch y'all next time. We out. I'm a freestyle on the way out. Cut the music off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>